Hello and welcome to Daybreak 41's podcast. We are talking about friendships this week and so if you are a consistent listener you know that we have been reviewing the Exceeding Expectations book. If you are not a consistent listener then that is what we're talking about so if you haven't grabbed the book feel free to grab it. It is live on Amazon and this chapter is all about friendships. So today I'm going to kind of take a little bit of a different approach and I'm really just going to talk about my thoughts on friendships, God's faithfulness in friendships in my own life, and just the importance of community and having friends. Because I think in our current world, it's so easy to feel, one, really lonely, um, but two, it's also kind of easy to feel that loneliness with social media and feel like you're close to your friends by browsing social media, when in reality, that's never really going to feel or fill that community bucket that you need. Um, So I want to talk about that, but before I do that, I do want to read a little bit of scripture and then kind of just share a little bit about my thoughts on friendship and my heart and God's goodness and my own friendships in my life. So the scripture reading for this week was 1 Samuel 18, and so I'm just going to read the first few verses, so verses 1 through 4, talking about uh, David and Jonathan and If you grew up in the church, you probably know who David is, but Jonathan was the son of Saul, and Saul was really the first king of Israel. So, um, big deal, right? Like, the the people were like, we want a king. We want to be like all the other nations of the world. We don't want to just have, like, this God. We want a king to lead us into war and, um, you know, in every season. And so, God gave them Saul, and Saul did not really do what was good in the sight of the Lord. Like he really strayed from God. And so the Lord basically said like, I'm going to appoint another king. And David was who he appointed. Now at this time, Saul is still the king of Israel. David is basically just becoming um, a really awesome warrior who is really making a name for himself. Um, That like he has the favor of God upon him. So that's kind of some backstory there. So in uh, 1 Samuel 18, verse 1, it says, After David had finished talking with Saul, he met Jonathan, which Jonathan, remember, is the king's son, Saul. There was an immediate bond between them, for Jonathan loved David. From that day on, Saul kept David with him and wouldn't let him return home. And Jonathan made a solemn pact with David because he loved him as he loved himself. Jonathan sealed the pact by taking off his robe and giving it to David, together with his tunic, sword, bow, and belt. And... For many of you, you may be like, this doesn't really relate that much to friendship. Why are we reading this? And I know that it's hard to translate that to like modern day because we're not warriors. <laughs> uh, we're not talking about like giving away our sword and, and bow and belt. But like those were really big things back in the day. But the thing that I really want to focus on is that he said there was an immediate bond between them for Jonathan loved David. Um, And he said, it also says, because he loved him as he loved himself. And I don't know about y'all, but I've actually been doing some reflecting on this in my own life, really over the last two years, but especially the last few months. Um, All of my best friends, like my closest friends, when I met them, it truly felt like there was like an immediate bond. And if there wasn't an immediate bond, it was like immediately I knew I wanted to be friends with her. Um, and I think that's honestly like when that happens, which I feel is very rare. Like, I don't know, you know, if you think about women that you've met in your own life who, when you met them, you were like, wow, I want to be friends with her. For me, that's a very, that's like a handful of people that there's not a lot of people that I've met that I like immediately was like, I want to be friends with her. Like, I know that if I am friends with her, 
that my life is going to be better. And that is just so powerful. Like, one, I just want to say, if you are that person to someone else, that is so, so powerful. And two, I think as I kind of reflect more on this, I'm like, is that love from God? Like, because it is so rare in our life. And maybe I'm, maybe I'm the only one who has this happen. I don't know. But for me, it's so rare for me to meet someone And think, I want to be friends with her. Like, she seems so amazing. She seems like someone that will make me a better human. I feel like I can learn a lot from her. But I'll also have so much fun with her. And I just want to say that whenever you have those moments, like, make sure you invest in that person. Um, I know that the women that I talked about in the book, which, if you know me, then you can probably guess who these people are, but... Um, you know, the, the first one that I met, which is kind of crazy to think about, but was Ashley. And the first time I met her, I didn't know anything about this woman. Like I, you know, we were, I was at college orientation, but when I met her, I was like, I really like her. Like she seems like someone that I need to be friends with. Like she seems like someone that will make me a better human and that will help me grow in places where like I probably need to grow. And turns out I was right. And she has been an amazing human in my life. And honestly, like, was such a role model in college. And now has become such a great, just, like, mom friend. Honestly, when I met her, I would have never thought, you know, 10, 12 years later, hey, we'll be having the same gender children within 10 weeks of each other. You know, like, I would have never thought that. But, like, the Lord... I knew when I met her, like God placed her in my path for a reason. And I said that all throughout college, but like, I still believe that. And then the next person I met was Hannah. um, And she's the last person I talk about, but like Hannah was someone that I met and I was like, I really want to invest in her. Um, I knew that I would have a lot of fun with her, but like Ashley had really invested in me. And I was like, I want to invest in Hannah. And I don't know if she would say that I have invested in her, but I feel like I have. And because of that, we have now, like, we have such a deep friendship um, and someone that, like, truly I can go to with anything. I feel like I can be, like, totally honest and blunt with her about literally anything in my life. Like, anything, which, y'all, anything, that's, that's saying a lot. But I feel like I can be honest and genuine with her about anything in my life. And... One, she's going to support me, but two, she's also going to to give me truth and ask me the hard questions. And this is what I'm talking about with people in your life. Like, yes, there are some friendships that are good for surface, that are good for social, that are good to, to make you feel like you've been around someone and not sitting in your house all week, right? Like if you work remote, it's a very isolating place. So it's good to have friends where you can just kind of like, you know, talk on the surface or give daily updates or whatever, but you also need friends who you can share your heart with, who are going to ask you hard questions and who are going to challenge you and who are not just going to be there for a season, who are going to be your lifers. Um, and then I think of Bailey, who, you know, is also in the book. And I think, honestly, she is just such a depiction of like God's grace in my life. Um, that probably sounds really interesting, but like I talk about her a lot in my current season of life because as I mentioned I'm a military spouse and the more that I talk to other military spouses the more that I realized wow what we have is not normal (laughs) um in the best way like and I think what's crazy about that is we knew that before I moved away um we knew that what we had was special 
and you know it's crazy because like I didn't really know what I had until I left it but I definitely still knew before I left it that it was really special and that the Lord was super gracious to both of us by giving us that friendship but the reason I say you know she's a depiction of God's grace is because when I moved there I could care less about friendships that was not a priority for me it was not something that was on my list of course I wanted to make friends but I think that the best friends in life that I have are so rare that it just was kind of like, well, yeah, I'll make some friends here, but like, I'm not going to make like a best friend for life. And God in his grace literally allowed me to meet her the first day. And I just feel like we just kind of kept growing that relationship, which is also rare, right? For two people to continually be invested in, in growing in a relationship and friendship and spending that quality time together. So anyways, I share all those examples because one, those women are really important parts of my life and I want them to know that and two God has just been so gracious and kind to give me women who can support me in every season of my life and I really want to share this and I I tell this or I've told this to my friend Sophia who's also a really good friend and she and I caught up last week and we're talking about friendships and I remember like years ago when we were chatting, I was telling her like, you know, some friends are for a season and some friends are for life, but most of the people that you meet will be, will just be there for a season. And don't discount those friendships. The ones that are seasonal, you know, there could be people from high school or college you were super close to for, you know, a couple years or maybe just one year. But like, imagine that year of your life without that human, Even though they're not in your life anymore, that impact that they made during that year was super important and the Lord used them in your life. So when I look back at all of my friendships, I don't have any regrets. Um, Even if I'm not super close with people that I used to be close with, I'm very grateful that God allowed me to know that human and to really just honestly be supported by them in that season of my life. Now, obviously you do have your people who you feel like are your friends for life and my advice to you is really invest in those humans. And I'm going to read it from John 15. And this isn't in the book, but I just was like thinking this morning, well, what does Jesus say about friendships? And he says, this is my commandment. Love each other in the same way I have loved you. There is no one greater. There is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. And he also says, you know, the golden rule, which is like do unto others, what you would have them do unto you. So the reason I share that is because obviously I mentioned the book, like all of my friends have disappointed me at one time or another. I'm sure I've disappointed all of my friends at one time or another. Um, I, as you know, have really high expectations of everyone and that sets me up for disappointment in every relationship in my life. And the mindset that I really encourage y'all to have and even myself is just because someone doesn't always meet your expectations doesn't mean that you lower your expectations of yourself for that human. So I know I mentioned in the book, you know, I wish people would do what I do for them and they probably wish the same thing. (laughs) Um, But like we can't read each other's minds. So unless you're communicating exactly what you expect of them, then of course they're not going to meet those expectations because there's no communication. So it's just honestly a miscommunication. But all that being said, don't stop investing in people just because you don't feel like they're investing as much in you as you are in them for a certain season because everything is seasonal in life like even your friendships right even the ones that are you feel like the people 
that your friends in life. There are some that will step up more and, and kind of step down in various seasons. And that's okay because sometimes people don't have the capacity to support you through various things because they got a lot of ish going on in their own life. So the reason I share that is because it's important to give people grace. I mean, half the time, you only know a little bit of the surface of what's actually happening in someone's life. So if someone stops reaching out to you or doesn't, you don't feel like they're as invested in you, one, that's probably a lie from the enemy. Sometimes it can be true, right? But like, if it's one of your best friends, they probably got something going on. So my challenge to you would be, have you reached out to them? Have you asked them how they're doing? Instead of thinking about what can they do for you, why haven't they been there for you, my challenge would be, what have you done for them recently? Um, And the reason I say that is because Jesus says to love each other in the same way I have loved you. And Jesus loved without expectation. He actually loved knowing that his friends would betray him and deny him. Now that's crazy to think about it that way. Like he didn't just love with no expectation. He loved knowing that Judas was going to betray him, that Peter was going to deny him, all of these things. So Jesus loved despite those things. And that really is my big message to y'all today is like, love your friends like Jesus has loved you. And if you don't feel like you're getting that same love in return, I would say you're probably not because (laughs) we all are going to fail each other. We all are sinners. We all can't be Jesus, right? Like we can be the hands and feet of Jesus in some ways, but we're still going to fail and make mistakes. And that's okay. We're going to let people down. And it's okay to apologize and say, hey, I realized I wasn't there for you in that season and this is why and I'm so sorry and move on. Um, I think there's a lot of power in like saying sorry and friendships and just being honest and open in communication. But it's really important to honestly just love as Christ has loved And if you don't feel like you're getting that, if you're feeling disappointed in your friendships, sure, you can have a conversation with them. But what I would recommend is honestly just going to the Lord with it. I've actually done that, you know, in the last few months of feeling disappointed in certain friends. I mean, like, God, like this person, it feels like they don't understand what's happening in my life and I'm really hurt by it. And I want you to work in their heart and like allow them to support me more or just like work on our relationships. Help me to feel more loved by this human. And guess what? Literally like that week, that person reached out to me multiple times. And I was like, oh, thanks God. Like you actually answer, you're answering my prayers. You know my heart. So friendships are wonderful. They're beautiful, but life is messy y'all. And people are going to disappoint you. And I don't know any human, okay? They probably be lying. I don't know any human who has a friend who hasn't at one point or another disappointed them. And it's not like they did anything malicious. It's just like we have expectations of people and sometimes they don't meet those expectations. Most times. (laughs) Um, But when you have expectations that you feel like your friends can't meet or you aren't meeting for your friends, Instead of trying to do it all on your own, instead of expecting more of that human, I just would encourage you to go to the Lord in prayer and pray about it and ask that like God would would heal that relationship, that he would, you know, continue strengthening your bond. And if it's related to you, you know, just ask that the Lord would continue to give you strength to support that human in a season that may be emotionally exhausting for you. Um, Because relationships are difficult no matter what relationship it is. So I just want to end on the fact that God is so faithful 
And while there have been many seasons in my life where I feel like, Lord, like give me a friend um, that's really close to me. And, and I think that's my biggest challenge currently is like friendships that are close, like proximity matters in friendships. Um, and that's important. But there have been many seasons in my life where God hasn't given me that person within proximity. And I've asked and asked and asked. And at the perfect time, he brings them into place. And I share that with you just for any of you who feel like you're struggling with not having friends where you are. You have lots of friends, but there may be long distance friendships, which you don't have a lot of like really close people where you are. I share that because like I know and I've seen God will bring you close friends within close proximity when the time is right. When you need it most, he will be faithful to you. And if you feel like that's lacking in your life, I just encourage you to lean into those friendships that he's already given you. And just praise God. Like, if anything, after listening to this, text your three to five closest friends and let them know how much you love them, how thankful you are for their friendship, for your bond, and for all that they have done for you over the years. And yeah, just honestly just affirm them and let them know how much they love you because that, or how much you love them, because that is just so, so powerful. Uh, We're not... We're not great at affirming people and sending those texts and words of affirmation, but that would be my encouragement to you today. So praise the Lord for our friends. Praise him for just honestly this sisterhood that he brings into our life. I know I don't have any sisters, but like there are women that he has brought into my life that truly feel like sisters. And I am just so grateful for that.